This is African football. Greetings, Africa. Welcome to this show where, of course, we look at uh, issues on the continent regarding the beautiful game. So many things did happen in the last week or so. Um, biggest of all, we witnessed the CAF Champions League. We are witnessing our ladies doing duty in France. We saw as well our under-20s as well doing duty in Poland. So many things uh, that are currently happening as far as football is concerned uh, on the African continent. My name is Elasto Kapoeja, your host, and I'm not alone. I'm with uh, legends. They might deny all they want, but they are the legends of the game. If someone has been serving in this game for more than 20 years, they are legends. They are here with me to help me unpack, uh, to analyze, to dissect every angle uh, concerning football on this continent. Let me welcome the gentleman in studio with me, Timothy Badabaire, former Ugandan international defender, and as well, seated close to him, the legendary, let me emphasize the legendary, Brian Mofokeng, yeah. SABC commented. Uh, if if you're a former player and your name hasn't been mentioned by this man, you didn't play football. <laughs> <laughs> you never played football. <laughs> and also seated next to Brian is uh, Khalid, who normally is a journalist who covers a lot of football. He knows what is happening, where the Nations Cup at the moment is going to be played. So you can see that we are loaded. All the brains are here. The knowledge is here. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. This is African Football. Always a pleasure to have you on board. Thank Thanks, you, Kalim, thank especially you, to you the first time coming <laughs> thank you. on the show. Thank you. I'm happy, to be, uh, I'm happy to be here yes. with you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, Brian, I know Brian long time You've ago. With this. That's why I said it's a legend. You, you too, should yeah, know yeah, 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 You yeah, can yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to be here with yes. you guys. And yes. I hope uh, this show, it will catch up. Yes. Everybody knows what was going on. Yes. Especially in North Africa. Yes. Whenever you mention North Africa, mm -hmm. so it is a story yeah, behind North Africa. Story behind stories. That's where you so are here. So let's Bali. let's 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 hope. Yes. This show will be great. Mm -hmm. Then, yeah, we'll see. It will be it will be great. I can tell you. I give the mic to Brian. <laughs> then we'll hear from the from the legend. <laughs> Welcome, Brian. Great to see you again. Welcome to the show. Yes. Thanks, thanks a lot, yes. I mean, it's been uh, it's been a, an interesting week. Eh? Mm -hmm. um, Kosafa last week and uh, yes, the uh, yes. World Cup starting also. We're seeing how the African teams are doing uh, yeah. in uh, in uh, the, the the Women's World Cup. Mm -hmm. The under 20s yeah. also, how they did in uh, the under 20 male World Cup. So it's been a very interesting week. I mean, also some uh, stories coming out. You know, mm -hmm. the CAF Champions League, I think it was yeah. the biggest story ever. Yeah, we, we, all, we all watched in shock yes. when, when the whole thing happened. It was like, wow, mm. okay. And then somebody asked me a question and said, is VAR really for us? <laughs> <laughs> Africans. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> Tim, welcome. Thank um, you. Thank you, Rasto. Many good stories. Yes. Yeah, we, uh, let's not uh, forget also that we, uh, we had a smelly egg <laughs> in our faces. And when you talk about a smelly egg, we're talking about Hamad Hamad. And I think we shall have all those details coming forward during the course of the show. <laughs> Ahmad, 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 Ahmad. <laughs> How would you pronounce his name? 
احمد 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 اوه 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 This is the man My son name is Ahmad so we, is we, Ahmad, we only Ahmad. one name <laughs> This is the no, man his, his first name as the father name so oh, Ahmad okay. Ahmad yes Ahmad Ahmad this is the man right now <laughs> that is at the center of this show tonight gentlemen we all witnessed in shock in that Champions League between Esperance and Wydad at Casablanca We saw something that I would say that you you wouldn't think that we would experience it at that level at that stage of such an important match that is to happen as far as club football is concerned on the African continent. You can blame VAR, you can blame why that Casablanca players that they were not told before or they were told but what happened it cannot take away from the embarrassment that africa felt before we blame anyone khalid uh i do agree with you mm. but is not don't mention africa it easier the game is play in africa but something happened there in north africa you guys far away yes from what was going on there yes if you look at the history how many teams in north africa get the champions league and how many national team get the fcon you will see the gap between south africa yes then north africa yep. i could say because I, i was with south african team blazos teams yes, yes, right yes i could say the two teams have two powerful in calf mm-hmm. they meeting each other oh there you go the two mm-hmm. powerful teams mm-hmm. i mean it two powerful teams yes, these are because powerful. work they take uh, sundowns out of the kf yes, champions league yes, yes yes i was there when we was playing work we treating so badly yes right we always receive that in north is not all north africa but certain team yes. especially work mm-hmm. okay but we come with very good result okay to one Then we come play in South Africa. Yes. From the first minute, mm-hmm. they was shouting at the ref. Yes. They was making the ref skate. Yes. I know that ref. Mm-hmm. He's from Angola. Mm-hmm. He's not that strong. Yes. I'm not blaming the guy, yes. but yes. Yes. you must from the semi-final. Mm-hmm. You must get the refs who's strong. Who's refs. strong? Strong mm-hmm. refs. Okay. Wak was complaining about the Egyptian ref yes. for the first leg. Yes, for the first leg. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yes, it it did some mistakes, but if you look at The first goal of Wak it was a handball. Yes. But Kaf come on and suspend the Egyptian ref for, for six, six months. months. Six months, Grisha. <laughs> They was told it is a VAR. First leg and second leg. Okay. When they come the the VAR was working in Tunisia. The first 10 minute 20 minute the VAR was working. Mm. So when they realize when they get when the France score one goal. Yes. Then for them also it was clear goal it was goal yes yeah. yes Dingasama was like told first before that issue they work was complaining about Gasama 
We don't want Gasama as the referee. Gassama, yes, as a reference. All the teams don't want then, Gasama. I know that. <laughs> but because it's on 2017, Gasama was on the final work against yes, Al-Akhli. Yes. Then also Al-Akhli was complaining about Gasama. But work was okay. That's what I'm saying to you. From the first, the two powerful in CAF, two teams powerful, they met, they met together. Mm. So and that was they have, happen. Yes, they that have the right. Happen. They okay. have the right. Two powerful teams of the same tactics yeah. to win Co- games. Correct. Plus referee stories. Yeah. Plus Africa. W- w- we should say, you know, when Hayato gone, mm-hmm. too many things must be changing. Calf. Yeah. We're still looking at the same thing. The one stopped me mm. of uh, work president. Yes. Said Nahiri. Mm. What he was saying after, mm. when before we went to FIFA. Yes. Now to replay the game, it's okay. Uh, they have the right to play the uh, to replay the game because the goal was goal. Everybody saw the goal was goal. Okay. Okay. The thing was surprised when he was there on the on the, on the beach. They were saying to him, "Play the game, then next Champions League you'll get it." Ooh. No one talk about that. No <laughs> one. How come 64 team are going to play next year? Ahli, Sundowns, so Pirates, uh, all North African. How? You spend a lot of money. How? how they must follow that. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Okay. They said people from CAF. They were saying that. They were saying that. And Spranz mm-hmm. and the Tunisian FA president. All of them. The Where is the investigate from CAF? All right, um, Brian. For me, I, I mean, think for, it, it makes for a painful hearing. Listen, what, I mean, what I, Khalid is saying. You, you know, you know what I've done. I think in the last in the last ten years since I've been covering football around the continent, I've managed to cover a lot of matches. As Kalita said, I've met him in a lot of matches. Whenever the Arab uh, teams from the north have come, the side I've gone to to him to assist yeah, yeah, in sure. getting to to meet the mm-hmm. team and get all the information I need. Yes. Um, you know, the, the day when uh, uh, the Madagascan, Ahmed Ahmad, took over as, uh, the, as, the, as the CAF president, mm. we all, you know, from the Sadek region in particular, we yeah. all said, glory days are back. Mm. You know, things will change because the power will be moved away from the North who are holding the power and controlling everything. But little did you know that it was going to enhance even further the power of the North. Because it was even going to double up yeah. the, the power and the strength that he has. Because definitely you have to realize, you remember when it was the voting time yeah. for, for the World Cup, when South Africa and the Kev region... 2026. The, the 2026. Yeah. When the Kosafa yeah. region decided that they're going to not vote for Morocco, Morocco. because of Morocco, what he did. Yes. I was at the Kosafa tournament that was played in Mauritius, the under-17 mm. yes. tournament. Yes. He had very strong words for, 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 for the Kosafa region mm. for not following a mandate of... The continental, the, the, the continental, yeah, because they the continental team. As a block. You know, so, so he wanted them to vote as a block. They don't do that. Mm. But having said that, moving aside from that, to see the president down on the field also, mm. when that whole mess was happening, yeah, yeah. that for me was worrisome. Mm. Because when a game kicked off, the fact that the first game played with VAR, mm-hmm. being active, yes. when you knew you were never, when you, when you realized when you got to the second game that there's a problem with VAR, you should have let everybody know. Mm-hmm. should have gotten to the captains and said, we have a problem. VAR is not operational because I still remember when the game was stopped, the, 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 there was also an appeal to say, we have this match being covered. 
there's video feature, there's video footage. Yes. Can the referee go and have a look at that from the screens? Mm-hmm. And, and and the referee didn't do not go there. Mm. So if they assist, the one in the VAR even office, assisted, they should go, you know, yeah, and you know, you should have done it. Yes. Mm. And also the fourth official, because you got the fourth official, you have the match commission, the general coordinator, because mm-hmm. this is a big match. You yes. have all of those available. Yes. Something should have done, should, should have been done there. And the fact that the game was therefore given and awarded to one team, and then now also reverse to say, let's replay. For me, that just really killed the credibility of the continental football. When we have made so much strides going forward as a continent mm. to say we 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 want we want the commercial side of this to come out, we want people to start supporting the team and supporting the game on the continent. Mm. The only time the growth will be there is when we have been seen to be transparent. Number one, mm. number two, to be seen to be fair across the continent. Because CAF is not for one side, one not for one block or one region. It is for the entire continent. Unfortunately, <clears throat> that's not what is happening, team, at the moment. Now. <sighs> Maybe looking at um, the issue of VAR team, that why that Casablanca players complained, withdrew from playing, stopped playing, wanted uh, the referee, Kasama, to consult with VAR. But but looking at uh, the decision subsequent to that, where CAF is saying now <clears throat> they're ordering a replay. Now looking at the rules about VAR, the goal or no goal, that's irrelevant. What are the rules? What would they say? Because remember, this issue might end up at CAS, Court of Arbitration for, for Sports. Yeah. And obviously, all these issues are going to be brought into that court where the rules at the moment seems as if they are strictly against this issue of replay. Can you explain a little bit on that? Code, in, in principle, the match is not inval- invalidated because of uh, malfunction of VAR, mm-hmm. and that was uh, prevalent on the day. You know, it was not working. So, so. The, so, it's, so just to break it down, that point, yeah. if VAR is hit by lightning on that day, <laughs> the game must continue. If it was here in Limpopo, where there's lightning, and VAR is struck by lightning, we have to continue the game. It I doesn't wonder, matter there's no VAR. Exactly. Where does he get the Limpopo sign off by lightning? <laughs> you can proceed. Wrong decisions involving VAR. Yes. So however wrong the decision is, yes. the game has to go on. Like we've seen as well at, um, at the World Cup. Yes. Sometimes we disagree. With uh, Africans, uh, we're crying about the under 20. Banyana, <laughs> uh, banyana, we're crying about uh, this VAR, but still the game must, must continue. Go. If the referee decides yes. not to consult VAR, yeah. the game must continue. The game must continue. All right. And then uh, review of an unreviewable situation, you know. But uh, what is interesting in this in this instance that happened? So, wh- why is it difficult, Tim, for, for CAF to apply these rules? Why is, is it because what Khalid has, say, has said about the powers at play here, that at the moment we don't seem to be applying the rules? At the end of the day, when a situation is like that, that's the reason we've got rules, isn't it? So yes. that we can go back to the rules. This but at the moment, it's a CAF that is void of rules. It's a CAF that wakes up any day and just decides that things must go yeah, this way. We, we, we can decide yes. to award South Africa to host the, the AFCON, mm. Cameroon, be stri- stripped yes. of uh, hosting rights. And, and we move Cameroon and, to 2021. We move the other one to 2023. Yes. Uh, in the AFCON without being... <laughs> Where are the rules? You know, so we, we, are having, uh, we are having an administrative cancer still sweeping through an African continent and it's mm. worrying. But what is more 
disturbing on my part is the inclination, especially of CAF, and the CAF presence towards, towards, the Moro- the Mo- towards Morocco. Especially not, Morocco. Not only the North, but towards Morocco. S- specifically and, Morocco. And, and, what is the relationship between CAF and uh, the president, actually, and Morocco? Uh, what, what is happening mm. is the, the, if there is sort of a power play that is trying to take place where mm. Morocco wants to neutralize the rest of North African countries. And okay. with their facilities available to CAF coming in on uh, you know on shorthand to try mm-hmm. and you know pro, uh, give assistance to CAF I think they are they are trying to incline that side and they are being biased in the way football should be run on the African Khalid, continent but you, you remember, remember, remember for, for, for Morocco it doesn't have that very good relationship because if he do have the good relationship yeah. Morocco is supposed to host FCON 2019. Yeah. yeah, because we were surprised when, when Morocco said we are withdrawing. Why they done that? Because of the 2026 of the African oh. of the African okay. teams, like they put out their yes, vote yes, for Africans America, are, are for Mexico. Folk. Yeah, every, they, they have vote, some of them. Yeah, so but, Morocco, but, I think, Morocco says, okay, Why am I, I must host I must the F call? I must help you, Africa. Help all the Africa, and you guys don't give don't me the give vote me support, to me. Yeah. You give it to somewhere else. So I'm, I'm sure this is, this is the strategy. Is Ahmed Ahmed tried to do something there. Reconciliation. Yes, for, 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 for something. Yeah, I, Because I believe. It, 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 it's, it looked obvious, Brian, that uh, Morocco were going to host this Afcon after after you know Cameroon uh, were stripped of those rights. But surprising that you tell. Of Morocco actually saying that we would even support Egypt. Uh, Egypt. Yeah, but you see, but you, you, you do remember that Morocco is not the first time they've pulled out of hosting continental tournament. I think tournament. also in Gabon also yeah. it was. Yep. Yeah. Because you remember the previous time when Gabon eventually came to the yes, rescue yes, to take yes, over in yes, 2015. Yes, 2015. When yes. Gabon and Koya to come out. Yes. Is because Morocco felt that there was the issue Ebola, about, about Ebola, Ebola, Ebola breakout Ebola, yeah, and yes. they didn't want to have people in yes. their country. So there's always, always been that issue. And and, 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 and I think, and I think the, 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 the sooner... We, we we start having a administration that's going to that's going to tell all the participants all the countries that are part of CAF that you either follow the CAF, the CAF way or you decide to go and join somebody else because remember way. some of the north north africans some states wanted to go across because they felt they were nearer to europe they wanted to see themselves going there some of them wanted to play in arab so there's always been that option And it's always been an issue that we need to deal with. And, and as long as we don't deal with that, and as long as we don't, we don't fight this tooth and nail and deal with it now, we're going to start, going to start having teams pulling out of playing in CAF tournaments again. Or, Because they'll tell you, why do we spend so much money correct. on a tournament if you're not going to win it? Correct. If somebody's guaranteed to win it in another year, why do we need to be part of that? Right. No, I, I think what, another thing that, that it can lead to, Brian, it might even have countries in the sub-Saharan maybe trying to even form their own vision of the Champions League. Are you creating something now? No, I'm just saying that. If you, no, <laughs> if you look, it's, a, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. No, we all know that. that look, that's coming up. Yeah. It's a possibility, team. that, it, uh, you know... I if, agree if, with you. If, because if, because no, no, how many no. times do let you me, see this North African finals, uh, referees, even now, if you look at how much they were demanding, telling CAF, Last the, the are you are you the... are you are you a uh, fortune teller? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking you because I know that there is a, a Champions League that is coming out for the Kosafa. I mean, Labi told that it's going to be coming I, out I pretty soon. Uh, so there is going to be one for the Kosafa region yes, yes. Uh, as part of making sure that we beef up and yes, yes. Uh, so the Kosafa region can be able to yes, challenge yes. that the teams yeah. are in in the north or 
your your east and as well as the west because yes. the west and the north have always dominated yes. you know so for you to be able to pull out of that you need to start having something that is focused on how things have been done and the fact that we have five countries that have qualified for the afcon this year it really does say from a Kosovo point of view that you're doing something right let's look at how you better that and how you do things better going forward this is african football this is breaking news that you're hearing from brian that don't be surprised to see this region having their own version of the Champions League. But I'm sure, Brian, for good football reasons, not so much for politics. That is not politics. I mean, it's something <laughs> that they've been sitting on for a while that they want to because come up we, with. We wouldn't. We wouldn't and uh, uh, I don't uh, know how soon that's going to start, yes, but it yes. will be coming soon. Yes. And when it comes, you know, we'll be sitting here talking about it yeah, once yeah. The, when, when it gets sorted. But you, yes. but you still, still, Brian, you still not mix with the North African team with the have the experience. Yes. It's mm. good to mix with them, yes. to get that experience from mm. their mentality because they always play... North Africa, yeah. football is their life. Yes. Hmm. Uh, let's let's say South Africa. Football is still football, but still mm-hmm. cricket, yeah. still mm-hmm. rugby. But they in North Africa, yeah. life is football. It's football. So oh. it's better to go play someone. He like when you go to the to the stadium, you'll you'll find a hundred thousand fans fill up the stadium. Mm. No, I, I where th- in Africa you see a stadium abacked. Mm. It's always going to be there. But I'm saying what I'm saying is. I believe that we need to find the champions of champions around the Kosafa region to take on the best in the continent. Because the problem that I'm having now is that some of the champions we have from their different countries, they are not strong enough to be able to challenge and fight at that level. Hence, you find some of the teams, especially some teams that come from South Africa, they find themselves getting walkovers into the next round. Mm-hmm. When they therefore find proper opponents, that's when they struggle. Yeah. Because you find a Kazachi playing a team from Seychelles. You find Lano Paris playing a team from Namibia for, 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 for that matter. Or playing a team from Mauritius or playing a team from Madagascar. They are guaranteed to advance to the next stage. But when they get to the business part yeah. or the penultimate stage of the tournament, yeah. that's when they start meeting the powerhouses. Yeah. They would have played four or five matches before they meet those powerhouses. Who will come in and literally one of them and move them aside? And we were still saying, no, maybe something went wrong. But it, we always forget who did they play first before they got to that level. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, we are still with Ahmad Ahmad. A meeting of CAF <laughs> happens in France, Khalid, where there is this huge FIFA conference, uh, of course, just uh, ushering uh, Monsieur Infantino uh, to be elected, re-elected, and opposed as the FIFA president, but uh, little did we know that uh, police in France were looking for someone at this conference. And again, another embarrassing news where CAF presidents get arrested. Of course, when he goes for questioning, he is not charged. So why again was it so much of a halabaloo uh, where people were just overwhelmingly uh, sending messages, you know, criticizing this man but at the end of the day 10 he was not charged do you know who was behind it oh please tell us okay it's it's the ceo of the kf amr fahmi yeah he's the egyptian guy yes we know about amr fahmi the he's former the secretary one. general yes. who was dismissed he, he he's the one mm-hmm. uh because it's 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 between two of them now ahmad ahmad obin a case against him in cairo because he said Amr Fahmi used calf, car, and it's, yes, it's, yes. It's yeah, we know the allegations that yes. he made. Yes. Then Ahmad, then uh, I think is the reason behind 
it's 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 a business company for sport company mm-hmm. who's giving calf like every year i think it was can i say the name yes it's puma puma yes uh, because they used to come uh, Puma for for to calf to yes. to give calf all the sports sporting equipment. Yes, yes. Uh, I think it was eight hundred eight hundred thousand euro. Then Ahmad Ahmad have his friend in France, mm-hmm. a different company, a different company, not a sport company. Mm-hmm. So he signed with that company with one point five, mm. which have Puma for eight hundred. Oh. So this is one. Number two, it's the right for the FCON, the TV right. Yes, the TV rights. TV right, it was, I think, for 40 million, mm-hmm. which Lagardier supposed to be. Yes. Because 40 million used to be 16 team. Now it's 24, it's 24 teams. teams. So it should normally go up. up yes. You understand? Mm-hmm. They was accepting for 100 million. Mm. So... Amor was talking to the people from Lagardian, no one was picking up. Then he, suddenly he find out Kev was signed for the 40 million. Oh. So he took all this documentation, mm-hmm. I went to give it to FIFA. Yes. Then obviously it was, it was normally, he was like for un, under investigate. Yes. So Ahmad Ahmad is going to go again. So it's too many people in. So obviously now they find I was hearing from me. It was a hearing. Mm-hmm. So and so it was a hearing. And now is Fcon. I'm sure they don't want to make big noise. Yes. Amr Fahmi, he said he have too many evidence. Mm. He's going to submit to FIFA. And this is not going to be the end. In my view. Tim, it's not going to be the end. Amr Fahmi, we, we saw actually he penned a letter to FIFA. With, uh, I mean, some of the allegations included even sexual harassment. Of, of some of the staff members at CAF. Um, so all these things, w- within this short period of time, uh, we are seeing may, I can't, maybe the dark side of Ahmad. Ahmad, uh, yes, he hasn't been charged or been found guilty, but again, it doesn't augur well for a CAF president that all these issues keep on coming and looks like they're coming thick and fast. You should not forget that he's also the vice president of uh, of FIFA. Uh, so when Infantino was uh, was speaking, he boldly saying, you know, the tainted image that looked like criminal like as FIFA was, they have tried to clean uh, their house and put it in order. Yes. So the French uh, police, you know, comes on board to take Hamad Hamad Akaf president mm. uh, for questioning. Now, yes. We believe in the notion of innocent until proven guilty. Mm. But the fact that he was taken in for questioning is fundamental in this case. It's also important to remember that the statement that came out from FIFA is very, very deceiving because they are saying they are yet to get the facts upon which he is being charged. And so for me, uh, Ami did a petition, you know, FIFA, that was in March. Mm-hmm. So there is no way FIFA can uh, send out a statement that they have no clue of what is happening. So, so, you, so you think FIFA know what no, is happening? No, they are trying to protect their image because okay. this now a football... And, and not be associated. Remember, he's arrested on the eve of the World Cup, yes. Women's World Cup in yes. France. So there is the AFCON. So they are trying to do damage control. Let's not forget that it was the same case in uh, 2015 
that uh, you know like uh, that that was the FBI that swept and, yes, and brought yes, the demise of yes. uh, Blatter, you know, and it's the same that is taking place. For me, there is no place for such crooks, and I think this FIFA family need. Uh, I think we may need to have to call upon again the FBI, uh, but it's very <laughs> it's very disappointing you know, yeah, Brian, that you, only Africa. It's only you know, Africa that we're not taking steps you know, you know, to arrest these people. You know, I'll take you back. When, 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 when Amir Fami was actually announced as the Secretary General, yeah. and I looked back and I thought that his uh, granddad, Murat, yes. was Why sitting in the same position. Yes, yes, yes. The father as well. You know, yes. And the father was also there mm, in the same yes. trend. And I felt to myself, is, it, is, is, is the SG position becoming a family affair? Are we are we having a generation that will hand over to the next generation and over to the next generation? That was the first thing that I asked. Yeah. And, and 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 when this happened, when this row row happened between him and the president, mm. and I asked myself a question: Is which bull is going to eventually remain standing okay. between a a, a a young former Jenner mm-hmm. who comes from a family that has a huge legacy yes. and history yeah. in football mm. around the continent? And with the support that he has, and do remember that officers also, if you go further, are still on a land that be, that, that is part of the family, you know. So, so do, do, how do you, as a grandfather or as a father, have a, an organization that is running officers within your land, with your son or your grandson being taken out? <laughs> Good question. So, 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 so that argument, that argument, and also I can tell you now, one of the reasons why this will be put on hold yep. is purely because of the AFCON. Yes. To allow the AFCON to happen and the AFCON to go. Yes. And then also because now FIFA wouldn't allow one of, one of their vice presidents to bring their organization into disrepute. And from an African point of view, we have already had so many dented images over the years. We do not want more of that. But I think after the AFCON, they, will go, they are going to go back and deal with this issue strongly. Yes. Yes. And you are talking FBI's. We'll be seeing some of those. You might be calling to come and probably be uh, interviewed, team, because you seem to know exactly where the story is coming from. Yeah, but uh, another issue, if you look at uh, this family, this family character, there were also that issue of the qualifications as well, team. Uh, where if you look at him, the way he came, he was appointed. It wasn't so much about because of this family uh, history in that position, but yeah. but but Kav gave us the impression that he is a man academically who also was qualified. It came, it came out since that actually he never completed uh, the FIFA master's degree. Yes, he, he did attend. But no, no, you must, you must finish. You must finish. Yes, Ahmed, Ahmed wanted. Ahmed, wanted. You see things that are coming he out. He did attend, but he didn't complete the course. Yeah, we have got so many, so many people who attend school but never, never qualify. So he's one of those. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he made mention of that qualification. Oh my goodness. Along the way, when he was getting, uh, getting appointed. Oh, so he was just excited. <laughs> and also, you must look at the but point also, of Ahmed Ahmed. Ahmed yeah, Ahmed. Yeah. He wants to move some of the old people for belongers to Hayato. Oh, okay. But it also makes sense. I've got my own people. I'm going to bring my own people. But now, but, the game turned but, on him. But, but Karid, sometimes it doesn't make sense. And, uh, you know, when do you do it? And what is what is telling is, do they have the uh, prerequisite qualification of who should hold that position? Correct. So you'll find that CAF doesn't have the prerequisite qualification for someone to hold that uh, that position. Let me take you back. You spoke something, we spoke about something very interesting at the start of the show. You mentioned the fact that um, 
is it all about Morocco being part of this or is there something against Morocco? The person that he, he was Moroccan was a Moroccan. Yes, so you need to also, you know, also talk about that. Yes. So there's that part that comes into play yes. also that needs to be dealt with going forward. Yeah. I think for now we'll leave it and see what happens after the AFCON and we'll be watching this closely. I think, I mean, uh, Elasto, you'll be sitting and, and I, know, I know you always want those stories. Well, Elasto will be very excited <laughs> to see what happens with that. Quickly, well, guys, <laughs> quickly, maybe let me bring in Khalid yourself uh, in, in, in this last question about Ahmad Ahmad. Now, in, he, when he came in, there was a lot of hope uh, after the departure of Issa Aito, almost three decades in charge. Do you feel that um, looking at the future, that he, definitely this man has cut his stay at CAF very, very short? He's not going to stay long, Ahmed Ahmed. CAF now, this time, guys, look at the material of, of African player in Europe. You know, surprise when, when we sit and watch TV, all our player, I'm talking, I'm an African, so I'm talking about Africa, right? If you look at FCON, it's number three in the world. The World Cup, Europe, then FCON. Mm. We come before Copa America Whoa. of the material of player. Yeah. So the material of player now top in, in Africa. They should do more. For me, my opinion, I need the CAF president must be a soccer player. Someone knows what was going on. Obviously, yes, I can. We are lifting up our hands. So we'll be there one day. <laughs> you know, really, someone must know football. But he played football, this man. Ahmed Ahmed. Yes. For me, and as Egyptian, I never heard about it. <laughs> so if you're talking about Ahmed Ahmed or Samuel Ito, for e example. Oh, I see. Everybody, oh, claims, uh, everybody oh. claims to have played football. Oh, okay. Maybe we may go no, to no, the level. If you look at like play, when you played so, football. So you, so, uh, I mean, I, I'm I, talking about a player. If I you look, uh, <laughs> yeah. let's say uh, in, in South Africa, uh, Dr. Kumalo, yes. yeah. Itsu, uh, some people, oh, the problem so now in football, yes. people in charge, they never hate about football. About football. They never play. It's a business for the some people. business. You're talking about and, business. Uh, big business. It's a big business. Uh, well, some, it's, it's a political tool. Yes. Why now we're fighting like France and work to get the Champions League? Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. They're putting money. They're putting money. Money. Yes. We, now you spend too much money. What did come out? Definitely his days are numbered. It will be interesting to see whether he finishes this term uh, being elected, of course, in 2017, replacing Isayatu, like I said. But uh, at the moment, he started very good, started very well, all-inclusive. We saw some changes, AFCON being moved from January. Now AFCON is happening in June, July. We saw the CAF Champions League, actually massive improvements. But uh, I think... Oh, in the bedroom. Expansion. Not, I'm saying even bedroom. In the bedroom. <laughs> I think we must go in the bedroom. Who's That's also you? <laughs> I mean, you say the bedroom. I think we need to go that far. Yeah. That is how things are bad at no, We are trying to look in yes. the bedroom. Because the, the, the sexual assault oh. against the president of CAF. So, ah, so, no, no, so you're right with them. You're let's, right with them. Let's leave the bedroom. <laughs> we, we're talking about the bedroom, not the bedroom. <laughs> this is African football. I'm uh, with Timothy. But a buyer, Brian Mufuking, and as well, Khalid. Gentlemen, let's let's move on and focus on other issues. That again, you know what? When you talk about African football, it's difficult to just run away or, or, or disconnect 
from that calf element. Now, looking at what has happened to Comoros now, this is another issue. Uh, if you look at it, that's what I'm saying that, you know, wh whatever you look at. All the issue in FIFA, the, only Africa. Yeah. So, Khalid, we, we have Comoros we are not taking, really. taking Cameroon <laughs> to cast. Now, they lose the appeal. So, Kaz says, no, 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 no. You, you don't have any interest in this. Why are you bringing this case here? Whereas, even if we have to award you the case in, in your favor, definitely you, you will not benefit. But again, it shows as well how shambles things were when, when this uh, uh, withdrawal or, or with, when Cameroon lost their rights. But Comoros felt that they, they had a case and they felt that, look, it needed definitely to be attended to. But unfortunately for them, they lost. It, it wasn't going to benefit them. Maybe it was a matter of a principle uh, for them to make sure that things were followed to the latter. Some of African teams or African neighbors, yes. they're jealous of each other. Remember, Cameroon, this FCON without Cameroon is not an FCON because Cameroon is the champion. Yes. Uh, Cameroon is a big team. Yeah. Cameroon also try, as you said, there's no benefit on it, but FIFA yes, yes. or CAS give the right to Cameroon. Yes. So Cameroon, end of the day, Cameroon is in the FCON. Cameroon on the top of the group. Cameroon is big team. When you talk about Cameroon, history. Cameroon is history. To pull out Cameroon, I'm sure the, 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 the FCON is going to be like lose the biggest team. But, Karim, but is it about Karim, that? Is, I, I is, it, is it about that team that <laughs> no. uh, is about Cameroon being this massive? Uh, no, it's uh, not. But, 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 but what about the rules? But, but the rules, mm. uh, FIFA said they, they lost. So it's yeah, hard. but I'm, but but, no, but, no, but what, yeah. what what is important to put out right now is the fact that, in my opinion, Comoros had a case, and I think it was very strong. One, uh, uh, the CAF rules are very clear. If if you are stripped of the hosting rights then you uh, you forsake that opportunity you know to participate in the afcon and you are suspended uh, irrespective for so for me when cas is coming out to give a judgment to say you have no interest in this case i think uh, it's unbecoming because whoever but has remember. an interest should qualify we should not abrogate the law simply because cameroon is big it's all time cameroon didn't pull out Cameroon said you are ready, but CAF said Cameroon are not ready. So it's also, uh, if you look at it, it's 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 also something. So the question, the question is, Cameroon was ready to host the Afcon. You're correct. But then CAF, CAF said they're not rights. ready. CAF said they're not ready. So it's CAF rules against CAF rules. So it's all made by CAF. Yeah, uh, I'm ready now. I'm ready now to invite you to my house, but you the one decide. I'm not coming to your house. For one reason, maybe they're not ready. Maybe what? Okay, where is the calf from 2017? This they're supposed to send teams to go and check out, but no one goes there. No, look, it's 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 all in shambles because uh, Cameroon won the bid to host 16 teams, and then uh, with this current administration comes and they expand the tournament <coughs> to 24. And I think CAF should have... knows from the have, beginning is 24. Definitely. The CAF should have given an opportunity to Cameroon and even support them. Then the help them, yes. The, help the, them. The, yeah, the right. so, so, so right. you, you, you see, team has just put something very interesting forward. When Cameroon went for the hosting of the tournament, 
it was a 16 16 team tournament mm -hmm. the 24 was changed after the host the, the rights were given because remember what what Kev, what Kev did at some stage they gave free countries to host at the same time so that was done way way back so it was already known that 2015 is this 2017 2019 is who yeah. we already knew that three countries are going to be hosting the tournament yeah. so in Cameroon realized that from a capacity point of view they will not be able to have everything ready on time for that. Mm -hmm. Hence, they were stripped. Mm -hmm. And I think it was more of calf saving face than anything else to say, we came to you and you applied to host the tournament. It was a 16-team tournament. We've now moved to 24. You realize you're not going to be able to host 24 countries. Now you're pulling out. So let's allow you to play because it was our boobies. Nothing yeah. to do with right. you. Yeah. We messed up from right. our side. Right. And that is the reason why even Kess had said to Comoros, you know, if Comoros was fighting this case and Comoros was going to benefit, I tell you they, were, they would have gotten it right. Because if, if, if you listen to the, to, to, the, to the rule, the ruling says it is not a spot decision. It is not in favor of Comoros yeah. to be part of that. So who are they fighting for? Because, it, and they are, they are talking about principle, which is right. Yeah. From a principle point of view, they are correct. But from the reality is, why are you fighting this if you're not going to benefit yes, from it? Yes. Who, who, who are you doing it for? <laughs> so, so are you saying that um, uh, now Ota Nyamilandu, the president of uh, Malawian Football Association, <laughs> I'm, not sure where, I'm not sure where he was when all this I didn't say that. <laughs> because if it was another country, yes. Nyamilandu would have gone Should to have us. been there, yes. 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 As an interested party to this. Because rules are rules. Yeah. A principle is a principle. It's, it's irrelevant whether Cameroon, whether what. But anyway, Malawi was not, maybe he's happy. No, no, uh, but let me, let me, he's in the cover executive committee. Let me bring you back to something very interesting. From an administration point of view, we are always found wanting. Administration-wise, most of the countries are always found wanting. Some countries won't even know if a place suspended. Yes. We, we, don't, yes. we need to get yes. that in order because don't know somebody... Whether, whether you have qualified... You yes, know, so yes, some, yes. somebody <laughs> should have been sitting down and said, this is, these, are, these are the rules. And the fact that the president of, of, from Malawi is part of... is sitting in a CAF position. Yes. Should have been able to say within... Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you're giving these guys a chance to qualify when they were not supposed to qualify initially as the host nation... So, mm. therefore, they shoot for feet completely. Mm. But the fact that nobody challenged within the executive of KEF, yes. that should be where the problem should start, to say, why was he not challenged from the, from, the, from the... Because they're the ones that made a decision to vote and say, let's give it to whoever. So, it should have been challenged from there. When it gets to us, laymen, it's way too late. The horse has bolted already. Oh, Africa, I can tell you. Uh, oh, beautiful it's, land. It's our, 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 our beautiful, beautiful land only. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, because, you know what, Brian, I can tell you, gentlemen, these, these are just issues that uh, you'd think that when, when they say it is a CAF executive committee, when these people are elected, when these people are selected to, to govern football on this continent, you would think that th these small issues definitely are things that could be resolved but they become bigger issues we, we could be sitting here with with the comoros having won this case and and actually maybe a malawi going through or if comoros had finished third and not actually last imagine what would have happened to the afcon which already teams fixtures already are out would be having a situation where we've got a team now coming through the back door if you look at the alcon where there's similar cases well where uh, was it uh, the Kenya, the Kenya women's team? Uh, I think they complained 
uh, and they had a case. I, I can't remember the country that they were competing against. Remember, Kenya were reinstated into yeah. Alcon, and later on again they were taken, taken out. out. I think on the eve of the start of that Alcon in Ghana. But anyway, gentlemen, let's continue. <laughs> Maybe let's look at uh, Africa now in European shores. We are talking now about <laughs> Africa's performance when mm. it comes, Khalid, to the FIFA Women's World Cup. How have you seen it? Uh, your impression of what uh, the three teams have been so far? Uh, to be honest with you, I follow men football. Okay. Women, because in Egypt, oh. we have the okay. just the big team. But so I is, read it, is, it why, is it why maybe we're not seeing so much North African sides, women's team? Uh, Actually, women's team in North yes. Africa is not perform like yes. the men, uh, men football. Yes, it's, yes. I'm sure it's because of but, religion. But they're, no. still playing, they're still playing, but not not yes, that. Not that, that serious. Yes, okay. they, well, Egypt have uh, a team there. Okay. Uh, also, Tunisia have a team. Yes. yes. They're not. Everybody we, there in North Africa look yeah. at the men. Look at the look men. At even the even men. even uh, a sport club. Yes. They have like football, handball, volley. Yes. Everybody. In is the man football, 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 man football. Yeah, okay. So uh, I believe Bafana Bafana doing banana 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 banana. So we understand. We understand. We understand. South African woman team. Yes, yes. Uh, they do also well. this Cameroon, Cameroon and, and Nigeria. And Nigeria, Nigeria, yes. yes, Nigeria yes. always there. Yes. Nigeria yes. always from the top yes. in 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 in, in women's uh, World Cup. Yes. So. For me, I look at it. It's 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 to enjoy. Or to enjoy. But uh, the most important one yes. is like the main thing. Okay, he is a man who doesn't look at <laughs> joy. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. look at yeah. joy. Yeah. He looks at it the same way he looks uh, at Bafana Bafana. Yes, Brian, yes. your impression of the ladies, especially Banyana Banyana, the first game. I want to hear your impression on that. That's uh, uh, you know, you know. There's always these these things that we deal with, and yes. and when you go to international tournaments, I think we. As Africans, you must stop this thing of being apologetic for being at the tournament, and being and being very nice at please, being at the tournament. Please clarify. No, no, I'm, I'm going there and, mm. and being nice when you get to a tournament. Yeah. We need to be ruthless. Mm. We need to walk in there, and when you find your opponent against the ropes, you hammer them. You don't even Correct. you don't even play around. If you find them in the ropes, you hit them. South Africa played against Spain. Yes, and I don't think Spain knew anything about South Africa for that matter. You know. Uh, we all knew when South Africa went there that uh, Udi Fuludituli is a very good player. She can do very well given the chance. Khatana came in there as the African Woman of the Year. Came in there as a top scorer from the Afcon. They came in there as the top scorer from the Kosafa. She came in as a as a very good player. Everybody knew what she can deliver on a field of play. And she she when she scored the first goal for South Africa for Banyana Banyana at an Afcon tournament at, at a World Cup tournament by the way yeah. it was a big moment from a South African point of view. And then Spain at a stage were literally with their backs to the wall, and they they didn't know what they have to because they might have had ball possession, but they were not taking the ball to any place that can hit South Africa at that stage. Yeah. But once Spain realized what the problem was, it was a technical issue on the second half of how Spain handled the technical side of it. Okay. When South Africa scored one goal, all they did is all went back to defend. Yes. You only found Fridi Tuli as the only one I felt, as well as Khatana. And they were both playing on the wings. None of them were central positioned. Mm. So it meant that every time they had the ball, they had to go to the wings and come back. When they come back, Spain has already got four or five players lining up inside. When South Africa had seven players all sitting and watching the players coming forward to the ball, the midfield was non-existent. 
You know, when you when you drop Nyandeni, I, I had an issue when I saw the squad and I realized Nyandeni is not part of the squad. And I said, already when I lose the midfield battle, okay. it was shown in the Spain game mm. because Refuda Jane found herself having to try and be the box player, box to box, and still trying to hold and cover for the central pairing of Janine van Veik and Nokomato, whom we know under the fastest. Mm. When Spain made a change in the second half, mm. they brought on a young, 18-year-old young lady, yes. very good player, who was playing on the wing, and they changed also bringing in a slightly centralized player to try and attack them. South Africa had no, had no, had no answers. Because Villagazi likes going forward. Villagazi play your traditional fullbacks. Yes. She wants to go forward and come back. Yeah. Ramalepe does the same thing on the right hand side. So as soon as Spain started pinning them back, that's when the mistake started. First, mm -hmm. the penalty against Janine. Then the second penalty against Villagazi. Then a goal where they just went on a, on, on a break and scored a goal. And they say South Africa were literally defending because they had everybody behind the ball. Mm -hmm. Even when Soposino came onto the field of play, all she could do was defend. There was nothing else she could do but just to go back and defend. And I think it all started with the sort of squad we took to the World Cup. Oh. We have a lot of young players, inexperienced, who are part of the squad, who played at the FIFA Under-17 World Cup. Mm -hmm. We've been promoted to this, to this World Cup yeah. by the coach and dropped some of the experienced players like Onyandeni and said she will not be taking it because she feels these young players have raised their hands to show what they can do. Mm -hmm. I understand that. You've got to respect the coach's decision. Yeah. But that has come back to bite her at the tournament itself. So one just hope that it'll get better in the, in the next game mm -hmm. and that things will be much better. But I can tell you one thing from a history point of view. Uh, the biggest loss Banyana ever suffered in international level was against China 13-0. And they're playing China next. Ah, that's a no, story. No, that's a, that's no, a story for another day. But, no, but, but, but I'm saying that is a story for another day. That's a story for another day. We saw 13-0 with USA yesterday against Thailand. But it's a story for another day. Let's talk about the Cameroonians. Yes. I'm I'm interested in to see, you know, when you did the Kosafa tournament yes. that last year. One thing that I love was when you saw Cameroon being one of the invited countries yeah. that came and showed what they can do. But the Cameroon I saw playing in the World Cup, it's a different Cameroon. Mm. The coach changed so many things in the team that the only consistent part was even your key players couldn't give you what you wanted. You know, uh, one of one of one of one of uh, um, team's favorite player, Fujo, couldn't do much in the middle of a park. Mayong came in late in a game, couldn't do much going forward. You know, they they looked totally in disarray. They were they were disjointed. They couldn't put things together. Couldn't put passes together. They couldn't go forward. They were one nil down, and they they lost that game by one goal to nil. And against a team that could have scored at least four or five goals against, because every time they had the ball, they had the beating of the team, but it just could not punish them. And then the last one is Nigeria. For Super me, Nigeria is supposed to be the powerhouses given how they play. Yes, they won their game today, Timothy. Yeah, we were talking about that before, before we started here. But against a Norway team, which is also without some of the key players who have also pulled out because of the issues they have with the team. And they, they found one thing. And that's a question that comes to say the age of the, of the Nigerian team. Because the team at the back was exposed against Norway. The very pacey fastball played behind the defense, they just could not recover. And the only player, Osprey came in there. Oshela scored a goal today, which is very good for me. You know, I was happy to see her coming out and his former uh, women, women football of the year in, on a continent having done well. I mean, those for me are the key things. And I believe that Nigeria won today. France plays Norway. Both countries won their opening matches. You know what? Nigeria will want to see happening in that game. We'll want to see France defeating Norway. 
Okay. So that France can go in the last game and probably take it a bit easier against Nigeria. Okay, Tim. Uh, ah, what analysis? Brian, this, this Brian, is, Brian should see. Brian should coach Bafana Bafana. Bafana Bafana. If we have coach like Brian, I promise you. For me, I, I for think me, uh, yes. What's taking place? The coaching is not for me. What's, what's taking place right now with the with the African teams? You know, on the, on the World Cup. For me, I think we are still lagging behind when it comes to tactical archmen uh, compared to the European uh, counterparts. And that's what uh, uh, Brian was trying to allude to, the fact that we, we seem not to be able to to express ourselves on the field of play. One, we are not coaching our players to be able to uh, to anticipate tactically, even by themselves, during the coach, uh, course of play, so that they can uh, maybe try to tick out a little bit of things before you know the second half and the coach. So we are lacking in that area. And, and uh, I think it comes also to the question of uh, what can we do to get better? You know, uh, you're talking about the age of of of, right. of, of, of Nigerian players. We're talking about uh, does Nigeria have a, a women's league taking taking place in, in in Nigeria? Do we have a league taking place in South Africa? Uh, or even you know, do we have the Champions League on the African continent they taking place for, yes, for, for women? So we don't have those leagues. So it is very very it is going to be very difficult for Africans uh, to try and compete at the at the highest level only participating. Just, yes, just, right. just to bring something forward. I mean, Onomo Ebi, she's thirty-six. Mm. All right, uh, Faith Michael, Faith Michael is uh, thirty. In fact, that is looking. I mean, if you look at the squads that they have in this tournament, when you're talking first of all, the coach they that's, have. That's the Super Falcons. They're talking about the Super Falcons, the, the Nigerian squad. You're talking about the two key players in the defense. <laughs> one is thirty-two. One is thirty-six. That's the, the central defense of the team. You talk about the midfield. You have a thirty-three-year-old, a thirty-one-year-old, a thirty-year-old. The youngest player is 19 but, but in the Brian, midfield. Brian, yeah. I've already no, said, those are the key things. But you know, w- w- what I'm hoping for, and this is this is what you all hope when you sit down and watch the game, is you're hoping that Banyan would have picked up the mistakes they made in the first game. They'll come up against China, already lost against uh, uh, France. Yeah. And you know, the first thing when you go to a World Cup for the first time, Elasto, the first thing you want to do is to get your, you already got your first goal. Yes. That is key. You want to get your first point. That is number two. Then you want to get your first victory. You got three matches to do that. You already lost the first one. You scored your first goal in your first game. So now the only thing is to look at is to say, mm. can I do better going forward into the next game? That's all you have to think about. And then you need to see what you can do going forward. I believe that you know what we saw in a first half for South Africa. If they can work on that and stop defending deep and start playing more football, which they, we know they can do, and a coach also, forget your, your, your for, forget 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 the issues off the field. There was no way you can put a Siopa scene on a bench okay, for no. a World Cup game, in an opening game for your country, where you know that she doesn't respect any player. Yeah. And you leave on a bench, you bring her 20 minutes to go in a game when you're 3 0 down. Okay. No, I, I hear you. Great analysis coming from, from Brian. You can see that um, you've covered women's football. Uh, for a very long time. That's why we call you a legend. Uh, <laughs> although I, I, I feel, uh, yes, you, you, you've been a bit harsh on, 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 on Banyana. Look, it's the first time that they're qualifying for this World Cup. And, and naturally, uh, I think Tim speaks a lot about where we are as Banyana in terms of uh, even, even the Super Falcons. If, yeah. if you look at 
how many games the Super Falcons play, how many friendly games and so forth. And maybe the reason why they're having all these old ladies there in the team. <laughs> that you have, that you have to have experience. Uh, no, people no, have experience. No, players have experience that, on the team. Yeah, no, the balance is good. You have to good. have the balance. Yeah, but, yeah. but, yeah, but now it can't, it yes, can, yeah. it can't be too much, like he said, about uh, Banyana Banyana, that again, they've got young players, they left also older players at home that could have come in. But but gentlemen, I, I just feel that looking at uh, Banyana Banyana, I, I was highly impressed uh, with, with how they played that game. Beca- because you you look at that goal, honestly, the, the, the goal that Banyana scored, you, you'd call it a goal against the run of play. Yeah. I think you commentators would use that. Yeah. Against the run of play. So it wasn't a Banyana who was always in control of that game. Um, I was disappointed with with Nigeria, the Super Falcons losing, you know, against Norway. I was disappointed, but I felt that uh, Banyana did very well. If you talk about defending uh, again in a tournament like that, as a week, I mean, I'll take you back to to Senegal coming up against France, two thousand and two, isn't it in that World Cup? They get that goal against the run of play, and I can tell you, you hold on for dear life. You, you you defend with everything because you know that the moment you try to attack, definitely, it's, it's a different in approach in terms of how you approach that, that lead, how you defend. Let me team. help you here, Elasto. So I'm not criticizing. No, no, no. Let me help you here. I, 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 for one, believe in winners. All right? That's one. Yes. That's me. Number two, and I believe that unless we... The, 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 that whole thing is enshrined and actually instilled in all our players yeah. that you need to go out there and really be ruthless. Indeed. We will always yes. celebrate mediocre at some stage. Banyana played well. And I made it clear to say they the first well. 45, they played very well. The second half, they just found it way too hard. I mean, I even, I, even, I remember when the game started, I spoke to Lydia, mm. former Banyana player, and I said to Lydia, I wonder if these girls will be able to hold on in the second half mm. at the pace they're going. Because they find themselves chasing the game more than anything else. Yeah. And, and you know as a former player, if you're chasing the game and trying to get the ball back, it really literally takes everything out of you than when you have the ball on your own yeah. to try and knock it around. So they found themselves wanting to get the ball more. They became anxious. And no, that's no. the reason why they eventually no, lost the game. The moment you're in that defensive mood, yes. all these factors that you're talking about, yes. they, they do creep in. Yes. But, but the opposite of that yes. would have been for Banyana to be comfortable on the ball, for Banyana to make sure that they keep possession, but, they attack. But the, but the, the, the quality, stage also, the, 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 the stage also is going to be an issue. They this, couldn't this, do that. This, this, the quality this, this that what, Banyana had. This, this is what I'm saying. I don't think they could be able to dominate. This, this is what I'm saying. A Spain team. It, it comes back to the uh, the the archman, the tactical awareness of the technical team, of of of, of the squad, because you you get such a goal. Uh, no, but what could have the coach done? No, this is what I'm saying. When you sit back, any team that sits back invites pressure. So when you sit back, you should have a game plan that when you sit back, you have maybe right. your first players. Right. Uh, when, you, when you break uh, that attack, you're going to bring the ball to you. And then you oh, utilize yeah. it to your own benefit. Yes, yes. Now, when you sit back and you're just carrying the balls, you're just giving them the ball to attack you again. No, but, uh, no, no, but, but, but gentlemen, that's what I'm saying. That. No. Banyana could have scored a second goal. Yes. Immediately after scoring the first one. They could have scored a second goal. Yes. 
I, I think if you look at the pace of Tembika Tlana, yes. Banyano can play uh, that 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 uh, defensive game and hit them on the counter. But remember, anyway, this is a world stage, Elasto. Yeah. Elasto is a West a world stage, and it was the first game they played at the World Cup. I think yes. for me, what 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 I hope for is that the the, the nerves are they've gone no, through they the would, nerves. They the gone past. No, no, I'm saying it is it is. I didn't say they were win. I didn't say they lose thirteen zero. Now I said history will tell you that. You know. All I'm gonna say is that good luck to the ladies <laughs> going forward, and I, I'll be sitting I there wearing, wearing wearing my colors with my Brad, flag running around Brad, as always. Brad, I that's hope it. you mean that good luck. No, I, I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. From the bottom of my heart, I mean it, and they know. I mean, we receive that. They know. How come you watch your country and you're not going to offer it? He's passionate. He's passionate about his country. We need to stress one part. That if we want to be world beaters, yes. we need to make sure we have our house in order. We need to make sure that league we are talking about in South Africa for women happens. We can't have a one-off Sasso league that runs for a month and expect these women to go and play against right. players from Barcelona, from Real Madrid, right. who play regularly right. in European football, and expect them to walk in and win against them. Thank when you. we don't even have players that, that are playing regularly at our own PSL team, except for Sundowns and yes. Celtic, which other team has a professional setup of women team? No, the same argument. In the PSL, the same argument holds for for the under twenty as well. If you look at their performance, yes. Again, we we'll look at these things. How many of these? Under 20 players that are playing regularly in the PSL. Yeah. Uh, if you look at Argentina, they've got players that are playing for Sevilla in La Liga, players that are playing for River Plate, Boca Juniors. I mean, regular players. Now you look and say, okay, you you end up, uh, you know, gunning all your knives and, towards the, the poor <laughs> coach and say, <laughs> coach, your tactical. Yes, we, we we can look at. I, I think I like I think, how you 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 criticize the coach. Yes, it's fair enough. But at the end of the day, it is also there's really we need to be realistic I, about I, it. I, I think. As Africa, and Maccabi has a loose road to play going forward, also. <laughs> <laughs> Maccabi to start having his under 20s. <laughs> I, think, I think, as Africans, we should we should stop hoping and start uh, being practical Correct. to try and do the things. I think Correct. we have hoped for so long that we are not trying to, to put things in, in practice. I think we we try to. Uh, I've always told Elasto that we need to look onto the Europeans because that's why it's done well and try to copy. There's nothing wrong with copying. And when we come, let's do it right on Africa. And then after we have got it Remember right. Remember the African player, the African player was the one in Europe. Mm-hmm. What make that change? When they play in their country, is not like the same as they play in Europe. Yes, yes. This is a surprise. Look okay. at the last World Cup. It's not a surprise, Karim. When is in Look Europe? Look at the last World when Cup. Is in Europe? None of the African team done well. All of them. No. Simply because Ouch. the atmosphere in Europe is different. You are called sir in Africa, in, in Europe, when it comes to, uh, to, to, to Africa, you are big-headed. So the dynamics are different. So you so can't compare the when, two. When, when you star in Africa, in Europe, is no star. No, no, no. I just, I just want to understand. I just want to understand. Yes, start in Africa, when in Europe. I just want to know what is the gap. In Europe, everybody respect and go nine o'clock to go train. Nine o'clock is day. But in Africa, it comes like Mosalah today. He only joined the national team. Team is contradicting himself. He said it now that we need to start being. You need to start going out and showing no respect to anybody. And you see, you know, you know what happens, Timothy. And this, 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 this. This, this is one of the things that we talk about is there, there was a um, there was some uh, that, that some there's some stuff they ran now recently on one 
TV channel or sport yeah. channel talking about the best Chelsea player of all time. You know, and I looked at the list. Didn't have Didier Drogba. Oh my goodness. And I looked at it and I thought to myself, this is the man that literally won them the Champions League. Yes. He is single-handedly won them the Champions League. Forget what happened on no. the field because he literally went and then when they played against Barca, for the first time I saw a team play against Barca, literally marked Barca off the field of play. And Drogba was a key player going back and going forward. Yes. And was not part of that squad, part of that list that they made. And, and, and I sat down and I said, yeah, you have now Mo Salah this year. You have... You have money. money. All of those have scored the most goals in, 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 in European football in, 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 in APL. In, in yeah. And the two have been part of a team that won the Champions League. Do you still think they still get the same accolade as their European, counterpart, their European counterparts? No, they don't. Because we, 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 we have made ourselves become inferior. We have made ourselves to become second to the European with everything we do. So until we walk forward and say, this is who we are right. and this is what we can do and have pride in what you're doing and be able to come out. I, I know when you played, you didn't take any. You you knew that I'm Timothy Batabaira, I'm coming into the field of play, I'm Mr. 90 minutes, no mistake. Yes, I know some players will cry about certain things you did to them, but I'm just saying, <laughs> but it was just the reality, this is how you were, this is how things are supposed to be. We need to start having the mentality that the next generation that comes is going to start now going forward because for the first time now we have a dominating African African players dominating European soccer. Yeah. So it is now the time that is opening keys, is opening doors for all the kids that are coming up to say, you can no longer sit back. All right, you are listening to This is African Football. Before we make a change, a substitution, uh, Mr. <laughs> Brian Mufokeng making way for Mr. Veli Lemyandu. Lastly, Brian, in terms of uh, the Women's FIFA World Cup, We've seen Nigeria registering their victory. They, yeah. they, they have qualified before to the knockout stages. Yeah. Uh, how do you think maybe the best uh, that can be of those three uh, representatives of Africa? <laughs> you know, I, I, I believe in Nigeria winning today. Mm -hmm. uh, PT, they're going to play France next. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, when you go to a World Cup, you have to play everybody that's mm -hmm. in the World Cup. Yeah. And I believe that Nigeria winning today, they literally boy them going to the next one. Yes. I think for me, Oprenozi did not play well in the first game. She she was nowhere to be found, yeah. you know. And the fact that I saw them coming back and slightly, slightly stronger in that game towards the end of the game, they tried to exert themselves, but I think it became too much. I mean, if you look at the two goals they conceded, both could have been own goals because the one struck the arm, the other one came over the defender straight into the back of the net. The only goal that was scored by Norway, which was a good goal, was the one that made a run, which is draws run of play. She made a run. Uh, she made a run on 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 the shoulder of the Nigerian player to unleash a screamer. There was no way the goalkeeper could stop that. It was world-class goal scored against them. Cameroon, for me, I want to see Cameroon doing better in the second game. The Cameroon I saw in the first game is not a Cameroon I know. Okay. They, they, were, they were chasing shadows for most of the game. Even when they, when they had the ball, yeah. they couldn't string to better five passes. They'll get the ball to the second and third player, the ball is gone. Yeah. So you want to see a change in that from a Cameroonian point of view. And from a South African point of view, you want them to regroup. They, they took them out. They went to the Eiffel Towers. Uh, the president went there to see them. Uh, the, the girls were able to relax a bit. And Sassol is putting money to make sure that the team is there, you know. So they've gone around. They've, they, they, they've relaxed. And I believe that, you know, Desri Ellis is not a bad coach. For me, she's a very good coach. But I think the nerves on the day really got the better of them. And then I'm hoping that tomorrow against China, they'll be able to turn things around to show exactly why they are there. And, and, and for me, whether they win whether they win the next two matches and they get knocked out early on, for me, the fact that they've qualified, yes. the experience will go a long way for Banyana going yeah. forward. 
Thank you. There you heard it from uh, legendary commentator Brian Mofokeng. We are now going to make a swap. Another legend is coming to join us. Thank you, Brian. Much appreciated. Yeah, and a super swap is there. This is African football. It's heating up in here. Oh, we told you just before the break that we are going to have um, a super sub. The man who normally comes in those dying minutes and he finishes the game off. We want to welcome Danielson. We want, <laughs> <laughs> we want to welcome none other. Another legend, Velile Munyandu. Velile, welcome, my brother. Uh, already you mentioned something to us. They say when you saw the setup, the composition of this studio, it resembles Group A. Yeah, this is a congregation. Who's going to cry? This is a congregation of Group A. And <laughs> when you talk about a congregation. Now, now <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, interestingly, I can samaya my way out of this question. <laughs> okay. In true South African football style. Yeah. Uh, that at least there's a possibility of having groups um that will have three teams three teams okay coming out all right but i'm not sure <laughs> that, i'm not sure if that one of the four best placed teams will be coming from group a can't you just make us happy say the three of you <laughs> are definitely going to yeah go. of because, because I, I think for me uh the four third best placed teams will um Will have to be teams that, are, that will be on four points. That one is guaranteed. Yes. Yes. Um, so because I don't at least think one winner is points. wrong. Yeah. At yes, least one yes, winner yes, is yes, wrong. Four yes, points. Yes. Yeah. 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 So when I look at Uganda, when I look at DRC, uh, I I think that DRC mm. will feel that they've got a score to settle against uh, Zimbabwe. Mm. Um, especially <laughs> yeah. when you, yeah. you consider what um, went yeah. down in, in in the qualifiers. Uh, it was very interesting to see Zimbabwe winning on the road mm -hmm. um, against that DRC team. But okay, sure, sure. I think this will be a different DRC team. Um, Florian Ibenga has got experience of uh, getting results. He finished third in um, Equatorial Guinea, got his bronze medal. And it was just a, a year after he had also taken AS Vita all the way to the final. I think losing to AS Satif. Um, I don't see Egypt... Um, <laughs> I don't see Egypt losing to Zimbabwe. Dropping points oh. in this group. <clears throat> yes, if they drop what? points. Even dropping points. We have beaten Egypt before. Don't rule let, us let, out. Let, let this man finish, uh, because uh, I, I I don't see. Yes, look, they will drop points. He's making me But I don't. <laughs> he's making me sleepy. Yeah, yes. I don't see. He's making me sleepy. No, no, no. You no. cannot I say don't that. See, I don't see Uganda Egypt is a strong not team. going through. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Now okay. we hear you there. But. But I have a strong feeling that Knowledge Musona and Kama Biliat mm -hmm. will silence Cairo Stadium. Come the I agree. No, they are, yes. yeah, I agree with you. I, yeah, I, yeah. I believe but I are. think Egypt will get their points yeah. from Uganda mm -hmm. and the DRC. And the DRC, okay. All right. Um, thank you, Felile. As you can see already, we, we are into it now. Gentlemen, just quickly want to go through uh, AFCON. The squads have been announced. Uh, looks like the preparations are well underway. Where mm. teams now are ready, are seeing uh, that now it's here, it's in front of us. Uh, and 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 Velile, just for you to continue, because we wanted to touch first your <laughs> beloved Bafana. This <coughs> the final squad was announced by Coach Stuart Baxter. 
Um, again, like like, like it, it's usual when when a squad is announced, there are one or two players that men would have felt that could have been in and so. But maybe not to go that far to look at whether this is the team looking at this group and you can take us through the group Bafana for the way they are in and say that this squad that has been now selected the final 23 happy with uh, what you've had what you've seen and also the prospects of Bafana maybe getting out of this group not even as a third uh, best runner but actually maybe as one of those two teams that would qualify automatically you know when you look at uh, most of the group the composition composition of the group yes. um, you will find that um, you have your top two teams uh, who were in uh, pot A and pot B. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but what makes Cote d'Ivoire and also Morocco, Morocco. Morocco to be uncomfortable um, is that South Africa is a team, yes, that was in pot C, but not, not an, <laughs> entirely a team that deserves to be in pot C. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the guys that I've been speaking to, especially from DRC, um, including... Uh, the goalkeeper who plays here at uh, Sangare, who plays for, yes, for Stars. Stars. Yeah. This is one problem that they've got, that South Africa, when also you look at their record against some North African teams, and also teams from West Africa, they've got a very good record. Good, yeah. Um, so that is one of the things that makes them uncomfortable. Mm. But I will tell you what makes me uncomfortable, uh, is that our coach is new in the space. He is going to his first international tournament. He's never been into an international <laughs> tournament before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell by the way he's planned his preparations yeah. going to the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not someone who's used to to, to the stage. Um, but in terms of the players mm-hmm. um, that we've got, mm-hmm. they are, don't have a problem. Okay. Uh, our team is made mm-hmm. up of players who are used to these conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, not only because of the CAF Champions League, but mm-hmm. some of them this is their second AFCON. Mm-hmm. Some of them, when you talk about playing AFCON, they've been playing AFCON from the under-20s, from the under-17 level. Yeah. So this level, they are used to. And I know that you're going to say maybe, but under-17 AFCON and under-20 AFCON are two different things, under-23. Mm. This is their second AFCON, uh, including our captain, including the goalkeeper who I expect to play number one in this tournament, Darren Kidd. Yes, He's got a point to prove. Um, after they shuffled around in 2015 Equatorial Guinea by Sheikhs mm-hmm. Mashaba. So experience <coughs> from the side of the players, experience from individual players, like uh, players um, from Sundowns, the five Sundowns Champion, players. Champions League, yes. Champions League yes. experience Good. as well, yeah. from Orlando Pirates players as yes. well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a problem um, from that side. I'm confident that Bafana Bafana, especially if the players can rise to the occasion, can be part of the top two. Khalid, very less speaks about um, all these you know, experiences of um, the South African squad. The CAF Champions League, uh, some of them, of course, having played in the AFCON before. Now, if you look at their opponent, the, the, the opponents in this Group D, Ivory Against Coast, especially Ivory Coast divorce, yeah. and, and, and Morocco, mm. Now, th- th- these are teams that are made up of top players that are playing in Europe. And in South Africa, on that, on that part, they don't have so many players that would, would be playing in top leagues in Europe as Morocco, as Cote d'Ivoire. Yes, it's an AFCON on African soil. Do you think that gives an upper hand uh, to these two powerhouses over South Africa? Uh, first of all, <coughs> Group D is the group of death. Oh, okay. On on the all 
group in Fcon 2019. Was this mm. Namibia? The strong, mm-hmm. the strongest group is <laughs> Group D. Mm. Okay. Morocco, uh, Cote d'Ivoire, and, and South, South Africa, 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 Namibia. Namibia. Okay. Two are neighbor, South Africa yes. and Namibia. Yes. Yes. For me, uh, South Africa is gonna go through on this group. Okay. Uh, yes, they don't have that material. Uh, they don't have that player as Morocco and Cote d'Ivoire playing in Europe, mm-hmm. but they have the experience. As Vileli says, Sundown, uh, Sundowns player, uh, Pirates player, they used to the Champions League. Mm-hmm. They used to, especially Morocco, they know the mentality with the player there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like with North Africa, they always, they always play, score one goal, defend, attack, waste time and all I'm sure now then used to that I agree with Vileli about the coach the coach is new on FCON mm-hmm. FCON is a different mentality when you are there when you mm-hmm. play in the game depends of the player on the same day mm-hmm. how he's feeling mm-hmm. how he's playing how is like considered the 90 minute you don't lose you don't lose like the concern for one minute when you lose the one minute when you lose that then it's something because a team today like morocco they're playing one chance could you vote in one chance south africa's player problems i can say they're playing to show off they're playing great football mm-hmm. great football finishing you can look at them in 18 years they still play one two mm-hmm. no if, if you go with the arab country this is we have got a chance they, they shoot. boom they in shoot. They shoot. you understand mm. boom in they need to change that yes. when they play that when they play to win yes they will win when they play to win, and, and win. i think the mentality mm-hmm. uh, of a team like sundowns when you watch sundowns how they apply themselves very um, good especially they in north africa you know um this is the type of football that they are used to. Yes. <clears throat> but if you've been following our coach, Khalid, you will agree with me that uh, Stuart Baxter is more of your transition person. Um, he brings the British, uh, that European mentality um, in his game. Mm-hmm. But for the South African team to perform, and if you go to the Orlando Pirates team that went all the way, um, losing to Al Ali in the yes, final, yes. Uh, the Sundowns team that won, yes. uh, that you traveled with, um, the, as much as yes, uh, they were clinical, but they would have that sort of an element of taking on players, mm-hmm. but at the right time, do the right thing. Yeah. And, 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 and I think, and for me, South African teams that I've seen performing, at the highest level on the continent are teams that would use uh, the best attributes of our football but in the right way i think i think, I think really you know I've, I've seen you know like with baxter i think he, he has really uh, structured his team well uh, a component that we're always lacking with the bafana squad i think if you look at the structure of the team uh, he has structured it very well. That's why we are able to see the likes of Pasitao coming through because he's given the opportunity to roam, uh, you know, to, to change even positions. And that uh, is because of the structure that has been created by, by the team. Uh, for me, South African players are very nippy. They're very skillful on the ball. But just like Kalida has said, if they can't stop 
playing to please the fans? Can they play for the result first and foremost? And once they get the result, they can please the crowd. Yeah, it will they'll be go far. It will this, be a very different the, in, team. In, in, in this competition, they okay, will go gen- far. Yeah, gentlemen, there's a, there's a tweet here. It's a question to you guys that comes from Jesse Nagel. Uh, he says, yeah, let's, let's just scroll down. How much of a chance do you guys give Morocco of winning AFCON? They are my pick, so I would love to hear their thoughts as well. Yes. I'm giving 70% to Morocco. 70% Morocco. Have Renard has won it twice, eh? Fenile, Zambia. Yes, yes. won it with Cote d'Ivoire. He's a coach that pedigree. Yeah, look, for so me, what, for what me uh, they are one of my favorites. Yes. They are one of my favorites, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think for me, one of the most exciting tournament, uh, uh, matchups, one of the most exciting games from um, 2017 in, in Gabon was that quarterfinal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morocco, Morocco-Egypt. Uh, Morocco-Egypt. And I think Morocco was in the extra time where Morocco yes. hit the post, yes. the crossbar. Uh, and for me, I, I felt that Morocco on the day had done enough. Mm. And I was not surprised that they took that form from that day and went all the way to qualify for the World Cup. And I felt in the World Cup they had a decent showing. They were just unfortunate not to score goals and proceed to the next stage. For me, the most impressive teams from Africa at the World World Cup was Senegal. Uh, I attended Senegal's game against Poland, Mm -hmm. and I was proud to see an African team teaching a European team how to play football. So uh, for me, Morocco, uh, they are one of the favorites. If, in fact... You want me to tell you where I'm confident that I can get points is from the opening game against Cote d'Ivoire. Quickly, Tim, your 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 prediction. I mean, the the question that uh, how far can Morocco go? I think for me, uh, I'm a believer of a, a structured, disciplined team, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Renard uh, tactical ability, the way he structures his squad. If you look at the players that he has supported, they are those who are going to work even when they are very skillful. I think. Uh, they are one of the favorite teams to win the Afcon. All right, gentlemen, we are just going to try to make it uh, quick and snappy. Looking at Group F now, this is where you mm. spoke about experienced coaches uh, being at uh, at Afcon. Here we've got uh, a very inexperienced coach. Not let not even Afcon. We are talking about just being a coach of a national team. Uh, that is Clem- Clarence Sidoff, who's coaching, of course, the Indominitable Lions. They are the defending champions, winning it in 2017. Uh, the squad was announced, Khalid, and we saw a surprise exclusion of uh, the men who scored the winner in 2017 against Egypt, Abu Bakr, <laughs> Vincent Abu Bakr. Your thoughts on Cameroon in their group? and also their squad. That includes the likes of Eric Maxim, Chopong Moting as well. You know, still some quality in that squad. Your thoughts on this Group F? Group F, uh, it, it looks easy for me. Cameroon and Ghana. Cameroon they're going Ghana. To, yeah, it's a big team. Mm-hmm. Uh, big names as well. You know, yes. in Africa, names make sense. Makes sense, okay. So, <laughs> so you think uh, that names, that, that yes, names, 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 make sense. Mm-hmm. You look at uh, Guinea-Bissau, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not going to, but for me, Cameroon, Big team, mm-hmm. the champion, yes. and Ghana also. Oh, a strong yes. team, strong team. <laughs> so I look myself, Cameroon and, and Ghana, gonna go through from this group. Velile, your thoughts on <laughs> you, you were speaking about, uh, especially the coach, you touch about the coach. There's Cameroon, 
Uh, maybe the quality on the pitch might uh, actually cover up for or mitigate the inexperience of the coach and just you might see the indomitable lines rising up again. Yeah, you, you also recall that uh, since the arrival of uh, Clarence Sidoff and uh, Petro Clavet, yes. they have not been convincing the indomitable lions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had issues about uh, Abubakar not making the team because of mesh fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't mm. know. He he was in camp with the, with the team actually. Yes, yes, yes. yes. A half fit Abubakar for me. Mm. Still uh, can. Uh, you in the team today only. Uh, Egypt he, he was camping for one week. This so is a man. Today. This is the so, man who scored the winning goal. Yes. Mm. You know, quality player playing for FC Porto as well. Quality player. Mm. Quality He's player. Short. You know, at, at that level. That yeah, is yeah, one yeah. of the. I I think. Better and, and also for continue. me, this group, we had a Cameroon and Guinea Bissau in 2017. Mm-hmm. Guinea Bissau will look at this and say, "Ah, when in the same yes. group with Cameroon again, yeah. mm-hmm. we can upstage them." Mm-hmm. And um, Benin, uh, I've been told that Benin the can cause courses. problems, yes. um, especially coming from West Africa, yes. because you see the rivalry of West Africans. Uh, it doesn't matter who's bigger, but the, just the rivalry of mm-hmm. West Africans coming up against each other. And I also sense that there's lack of unity. In this Ghanaian yeah, game, yeah, yeah. you know the well-documented uh, leadership problems. So, captain. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's the, the problem is being solved. No, it was not. Solved. No, 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 no. It's the, it's, it's, solved, make, it's solved in the public make, eyes. When, when it's solved in the, the public eyes. But <laughs> but the deep scars of the leadership battles mm-hmm. are still there. Okay. So for me, but still black stars. I I I see still black stars. I I see an upset coming from this group. Tim, quickly, we have... Give us two names. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry. (laughs) Give us two names. (laughs) Give us two names, Khalid. Give us two names. It's Group F. Group F. Guinea-Bissau, Cameroon. Let the fans also join us. Uh, Give us the names. And Ghana. Ghana and Benin. Ghana and Benin. Tim, quickly... No, I'll give you Benin and Cameroon. Uh, The reason why I'm not going for Ghana is is simple. Yes, I will have an inclination to Ghana, given the fact that, yes, uh, they've got a uh, sort of an aging squad. That will you would think that the players were gonna play to try and prove a point, try and win the Afcon, but for me those administrative uh, scrambles are always very significant yeah, because you have got uh, two professional players uh, well endowed financially that they are able to have camp in on in either side. Uh, so if you get the head of state coming on board uh, to try and diffuse what is taking place, yes, thankfully the coach maintained this standard. Uh, we shall have as uh, as, uh, as, you know, as, 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 general, as general captain mm. he still uh, stood by his uh, selection mm-hmm. is key but for me benin has always had a surprise yeah yeah benin yeah. has always had a surprise and for me yes cameroon and benin Ghana has had 15 million usd watches <laughs> coming from government going to this oh. tournament <laughs> this is African football. Uh, I think that's the reason why you must tune in next week so that we can look at other groups as well that we couldn't have time to look at them. But uh, thank you for listening and also thank you to my guest Timothy Batabaire, Velile Myandu and Khalid uh, for gracing this uh, occasion as well and just uh, taking us through all these stories and issues that are happening on the African continent. So until we meet again, my name is Elasto Kapoeja. Have a good evening.